Politics, sports, entertainment? Yeah, we've got that. It's WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mark Lawrence here at the Anchor Desk. Rob Center, our dutiful producer on the other side of the glass. So we appreciate his help and hard work. On the news line with us now, Dr. Glenn Finney is here. He's a Geisinger Memory and Cognition Center physician. And uh, we recently heard of a study where multivitamins were helping with memory. So we're probably long overdue to talk about memory and cognition in general. So Dr. Finney, thank you so much for calling in today. My pleasure, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much. I really always appreciate our opportunity to talk about memory. Before we get into the multivitamins, it seems as though memory may be under fire. Lately, we hear more and more about the fact that, yeah, we think we remember things. We think, you know, we think the room was painted blue, and, you know, and it turned out it was green and things like this. How good is our memory, really? Well, you know, the funny thing is we do not record memories like, um, you know, a video does. Uh, We actually reconstruct memories. So basically when you experience things, your brain changes how um, different connections are made, mostly about different, like, bits of knowledge and and meaning and uh, experiences, and those uh, connections in the brain get strengthened so that they're more likely to fire together when something triggers a recollection of something that happened. And basically your brain is recreating the memory. And so because it's a recreation and not like a literal recording, it's gonna be shaded by the passage of time, your experiences, what you were feeling at the time, um, what you've experienced since that time. So it's not going to be fully accurate for any of us. And and that's not a a fault. And in some ways you might think that might actually be also a way that we can become more creative because we make different connections from each other, uh, shading things a little differently, remembering things a little differently. Um, So it has its uses, but yeah, we're not tape recorders. We're not going to remember everything exactly the way it was experienced. And we're not going to remember everything exactly the same way as someone who is right with us will remember them. So I think we, we kind of always have to take our memories as a good thing to have and a good thing to use, but they're not one-to-one recording. Is this why in our divided political world that so many different people can see so many different things so differently when they hear something or see something that's happening in our world? We're, we're just not capable of filing things away in the same way. Uh, that is true. And also, you know, we have different personalities and we weigh things differently in terms of meaning and importance and I think the biggest thing is, one thing we all can do is understand that we are all different people who experience things and, you know, weigh things differently and be respectful of those differences and work together where we see a common goal and try and figure out what really works together when we have different perspectives. And that's a strength because no one of us is ever going to see everything exactly right. So having different perspectives helps to strengthen us as a team to find different ways of doing things and and break out of our own blind spots. 
Okay, so as our, our good uh, staffer at Geisinger, Ashley, uh, told us, uh, multivitamins have been found to increase memory. We may, after what you've said, we may say, well, what good's a good memory anyway? <laughs> if we're not going to, if we're going to misremember things anyway, or at least evolve them to ourselves. But first on the topic of multivitamins, then then we'll get into misremembering sure. the multivitamins. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think ripping off of that, you know, never let perfect be the enemy of good having a good memory is a strong tool for our lives it's important for our well-being um and these uh pair of studies uh, actually looked at the effect of multivitamin uh supplementation not just on uh memory for things like word lists but also uh looked a little bit more at other thinking abilities like planning and 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 you know kind of doing high level evaluation of things and they did find that uh, taking multivitamins help boost those abilities which I think is interesting and you know after a few decades of studying the brain and brain health and indeed uh, the American Academy of Neurology is working um, uh, on a whole brain health initiative nationally and internationally and I'm working with them on that I think things like this to promote brain health and well-being are important. Uh, one of the big take-homes here is we know from decades of study that mega-dosing individual vitamins, unless you have a vitamin deficiency, doesn't usually help memory and thinking a lot. However, making sure you don't have deficiencies in vitamins and minerals, many of them are important for optimal brain health. And I think what this study might be telling us is my sort of explanation of this effect is that we all, you know, probably have a few little holes in our diet that we aren't getting quite enough of certain uh, nutrients, certain vitamins or minerals. And what a multivitamin might be doing is sort of bridging that gap, helping to fill those holes for subtle deficiencies. Um, I still think that probably getting your vitamins and minerals and other micronutrients uh, from a good, healthy diet is the best way to be boosting your vitamin and mineral levels. But I think a good multivitamin, probably with at least 100% of recommended daily allowance, uh, can help fill the gaps. And uh, especially in our modern society, there are a lot of uh, reasons we might have gaps in our diet. So I, I think this would two good paired studies. Um, I think there's still more work to do to understand fully the results, but that's sort of the way I can put these two studies in the overall um, domain of knowledge that we have about promoting memory and thinking and brain health. What are the list of, what, what all is on the list of best practices associated with uh, memory and brain health now? Now we're going to add multivitamin. What's already on that growing list of best practices? Well, you know, I think uh, a big part of it is, is diet, you know, good, healthy diet, usually focused more on, um, you know, green leafy vegetables, nuts, um, you know, uh, healthier uh, oils, keeping meat to a limit. Um, fish is important uh, in the sense that omega-3 uh, fatty acids is a critical uh, nutrient for brain health. 
I think also, though, exercise. It's one of the biggest things. I think it's one of the hardest things in our modern society, but it's one of the biggest things that promotes overall health. It promotes brain health. Uh, it's good for memory and thinking. It's also good for movement um, in general, um, neurologically, and just in general in your body health. Both cardiovascular and muscle building have health benefits. I think keeping intellectually active, both really keeping up with the things you want to preserve about what you're good at memory and thinking wise, but also even in late life, learn something new, get out of your comfort zone. If you've never taken a foreign language, take a foreign language. If you've never learned a musical instrument, learn a musical instrument, do something so far outside what your brain's used to that you force it to learn like a young brain, which may actually trigger growth factors and other things to kind of almost make your brain a little more youthful. Um, it turns out staying socially active is important. We are social uh, beings, humans, and we need socialization for our brain health and well-being. So that's another key factor. And, you know, I think, you know, will taking multivitamin be absolutely necessary? Not necessarily for everyone, but I think a lot of us probably could benefit from it because of those potential gaps in diet. All right, and you've mentioned sleep in the past is important. Why is sleep Absolutely. so important to memory? Well, you know, uh, a lot, for example, it's a good question, like learning and memory, a lot of what we call consolidation. So there's the initial learning of memories and skills. Um, that's where you first are getting them into your brain. But then there's a process called consolidation which is where basically in the background, your brain's working to try and strengthen and make more durable those connections of what you learned. And that process starts like within 20 minutes of learning something new and goes not just hours, not just days, it goes months, even years. And we know a lot of consolidation of memory and learning occurs during sleep. That's one of the reasons they give you the advice, don't don't do an all-nighter cramming for a test that you're having the morning before. Do it like a, a couple days before so you can sleep on it because that consolidation actually improves the strength of the memories and what you learned and makes it easier than for you to retrieve it later. Um, other things emerging about, we know that sleep deprivation really throws off your memory and thinking. You know, if you if you have enough poor quality sleep or lose enough sleep, it, it's like, you know, uh, basically drinking alcohol in terms of <laughs> your impact on your brain function. Uh, we also have reasons to suspect that during sleep, a lot of um, proteins are cleared in the brain that could, if they accumulate too much, lead to problems like neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's disease. Now, not yet proven, but it is a concern, um, and we believe a lot of that clearance of buildup of proteins occurs during uh, phases of sleep. And we only have a minute left, but anything critical, important, there's so much more we can talk about memory and cognition. What would you like to finish with? Yeah. Um, I think practice good brain health. Uh, uh, you know, have a good diet. Maybe consider taking a multivitamin to bridge the gap. And if you are having any concerns about memory and thinking for yourself, or someone you love um, or know, you know, make sure they're, that you or they are letting your doctors know. Um, one of the things that I work with with the uh, Alzheimer's Association um, 
is really getting awareness to keep an eye on your memory and thinking, if there's a problem, let your provider know. Um, it may be nothing, but it's always good to check in the earlier you find out if there's a problem. For example, it might be a vitamin deficiency. We can check for that, and if we catch it early enough, we can fix it. So it, it's always good to be aware. So, you know, I'm very happy to see that both the uh, American Academy of Neurology and the Alzheimer's Association are really starting to focus on brain health and prevention because I think that's where there's a lot of hope to keep memory and thinking good throughout life. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your help and your information. You pack more in about, uh, what, uh, 12 minutes than uh, most of my uh, the, the good questions I can get out anyway in all day. So I really appreciate it. Thank you, Dr. Glenn Finney. Thank you. All right. Take care, Mark. Yep, much appreciated. Dr. Glenn Finney, Geisinger Memory and Cognition Center physician, uh, very wired in up and down the East Coast in terms of work that's happening in Washington and elsewhere as we study memory and uh, cognition.